0: Sent it.
1: Season season 2, what episode?
0: 30. heading yeah.
1: down. floor is yours hey this is the burn it down nascar podcast Welcome to our new audience on (laughs) Traskar fans. I'm still getting used to that because of the old page I used to add, in. But anyway, welcome to everybody. Uh, We're going to talk about Las Vegas, the playoffs, the standings, and Homestead, and some other fun things. So, starting it off, Kyle Larson punches his ticket with a win. A perfect race, maximum points, uh, playoff points, the whole nine yards. He won stages one and two, and of course, he won the race. So the man was gold. Um, and I was impressed with his performance. Even in the middle of the race when his car was starting to go away, um, he was still a top five car. But uh, pretty cool. Um, all eight of the playoff drivers are top 11. Uh, the only two that snuck in were Kyle Busch and Brad Kesigolowski, and they, they were original playoff contenders. So, actually, 12, 13, 13 top fit were all original of the 16. So, that was pretty good showing. Um, do do some quick notables and then we'll talk about it obviously Christopher Bell was second Bush Kozlowski third fourth Chastain had a solid race he was classy all day uh Blaney is sixth Byron seventh Redick eighth. Truist ninth and Hamlin 10 Busher was 11th and that's as far as I'll go on that because those are all the playoff people um no, really. Other than Alex Bowman, he he was the other big name. He had some issues, got his bell rung. Uh, I think had tire go down. There's a lot of that. But your opinion, sir, of what we saw? Uh, all, I, all I gotta
0: say is they better be scared of uh, Kyle Larson because he has three weeks. He made his career three weeks to get that. Phoenix car, ready to go, and they better be afraid because he doesn't have to worry. He can literally park it, start and park if he wants, but he doesn't have to because he wants stage points. But they better be oh, afraid.
1: I think he's your your favorite. as far as I'm concerned, he's my favorite. Um, I I was kind of disappointed with the right rear t- tire issue. It showed up. In- practice and qualifying with uh, Chase Elliott and uh, uh, who's the other one that had to go to the rear good God, I don't have the starting lineup Chase Elliott was one of them had to bring the backup car out but it seemed like somewhere between 25 and 30 laps those right rears were given out you had um, Josovar, uh Nemechek uh it was an issue. Um of course Ty Gibbs, that was a pit issue, which I'm I'm gonna talk about in a little bit because I don't understand something about that. Uh I, I suppose the argument could be made that it was kind of a boring race other than mechanical fears Uh lead wasn't changed a whole lot very often. Um these cars are just so even they can't pass. They just they can't. I was kinda surprised uh that how much the arrow and the push came into uh restarts, you know. Yeah, I noticed that. I don't recall at Vegas guys needing help to take off like they did. Um but overall I thought it was a decent race. Uh I'm to the point now where I shut off the volume and listen to Sirius XM because I just cannot handle <laughs> Burton and Junior. Good guys, but man, they just don't need a microphone in front of them. Junior's fine, Burton's not. Um, Burton, he seems to want to try and get the most words per minute of anybody. You know what i mean? He yeah. wants to be, be, yeah. be the one talking all the time, but... I don't know. They got to, they got to do something every week. I've missed Clint Boyer more and more. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I did. I did. And I think Harvick in the booth with him next year is going to be awesome. Um. Let's see. Uh, obviously, uh, Larson punches his ticket in. You got bell and Reddick and, uh, who I want to say Hamlin and Byron that are all kind of clustered at the cutoff line. Busher, It's the only one that's really in serious uh, deficit is uh, uh, Blaney. Even with his redemption, uh, he, he's, he's going to have to win a race. I think. Along with, uh, is it Busher? Who, yes, who else Busher. is right? Th- Busher.
0: Well, Reddick is, is negative sixteen. Blaney's negative seventeen. Busher's negative twenty-three. The cut line.
1: Yeah, I I think Reddick's going to win a race. I really do.
0: Uh, is there a road course coming home- up? If not, no. N-
1: n- no Homestead and Martinsville.
0: So no, I don't think so.
1: Okay. Well. So um in our little playoff game after two stages you were 42 points up on me overall and i beat you this week <laughs> one of my best weeks of the season i had a 250 yeah uh, i, I you seen had, yeah uh you had a 208 uh and i had to use larson i had larson in the garage because i'm now i'm down to one pick I've got to save him And that's going to be for Phoenix I'm I'm just going to have to do with I think I have two left I have one So I've got to Put him on uh, Out to uh, In the safe zone Because he's going to be one of my picks at uh, Phoenix And uh, I can't remember who I had to take out To Crashed out It's probably Bush no, it wasn't Bush. Uh Bowman. I had Bowman in there. So I had to replace Bowman. But anyway, I got you 42, so in one race, I'm we're back squared up overall for, for the mm-hmm. the playoffs on our our little game. Um let's see. I don't I think that pretty much Like I said, I I enjoyed the race. I didn't. It wasn't one of those glued to the TV races, but it it was interesting, and uh I'm looking forward to Homestead. I wish Homestead was the last race of the year. I really do.
0: I think it's going back, I, not
1: this year, uh, not next this year, year.
0: But they're talking about it's going back.
1: Well, I hope I hope Rockingham's in the in the talks as well so we we talked about the right rear was a big issue there and they're saying it was the crew chiefs pushing the air pressure limits and things of their low end of the limits i guess they were trying to go but uh of course nascar always blames somebody else for issues and ty gibbs He he loses his right front, I believe it was in stage two, and and it was just a loose wheel. But what I was weirded out about is I thought when something like that happens, the crew chief is automatically uh, done for you know four weeks.
0: No, it's two weeks. I thought they reduced it like one or two weeks.
1: Well, they must have really reduced it because the news reports of today, the only penalties issued were to uh, Ty Gibbs' crew. The Tire Changer and the Jackman were the only people suspended. They might have changed
0: it to where just two, two crew members got to go. Maybe not just the crew. Like, I don't.
1: Well. No. Used to be the whole crew. And I'm glad. I mean, what did he have to do with that? He's directing. He's not executing. So, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm pleased, but I was like, well, there goes his crew chief for the rest of the year. Not that it matters in the grand scheme of things, but then when I saw that penalty, I was like oh, they they changed the rules again, didn't tell me but uh, and I think everybody in the world knows that Carson has signed a multi year deal with uh Spire Motorsports and uh, number seventy seven which means that Ty, Ty Gibbs is not for a job again. He got booted again. Needs to go back to go-karts. Um, John Hunter Nemechek, I, actually, Jimmy Johnson announced it on Twitter Monday, Sunday night or Monday night that, because, uh, you know, John Hunter is, you know, signed with uh, Legacy for next year in the 42. But he's going to race at Homestead, and Josavar is going to take a step out of the car. I'd, uh, I guess he doesn't have a choice, but because it was just a week ago, they announced that Josavar was going to be in that car for the final four races. So I uh, thought that was interesting. And I think there's probably two things you want to cover and they both involve one of the same guys. So I, I don't know if anybody cares, but
0: he knows, but there's well, Bubba? I don't know what his deal was because I think he said, I think he said P illegal shock or something, which meant like P 11 with the illegal, like the I L L P 11. And then. Blaney came back. It was a bunch of shots back and forth. Like I don't know if it was banter, like they were texting back and forth, say this or like they're actually talking shit to each other. But it was pretty damn funny.
1: It was hilarious. It, when, they went off. I they heard. went off
0: back and forth for like probably six or seven times. And uh, Blaney got some good shots. And Bubba tried and and Blaney go back for another one. It was it was pretty damn funny.
1: I think it was an epic fail on Bubba's part because he just came out of the gates as soon as it was announced that yeah, he was disqualified for the supposed n- not properly sized shock or travel or something of that nature. Yeah. That was on Monday. Well, then late Monday, I think it was or early Tuesday, NASCAR rescinded it, said they had, problem with their equipment the shock was fine so blaney tweeted back at him i just remembered you were on vacation last year at miami you're looking forward to getting back
0: yeah I- <laughs> and like
1: you said they went back and forth a few more times but they're talking about you know
0: Someone made a, they failed trying to make it this way. And he's like, "One's well, like, watch how I hatch, how it's done. It was just funny jabs going back and forth. Like I said, I don't know if it was just banter, or really talking shit, but it was funny.
1: It was hilarious. Which just kind of goes into the other thing. NASCAR stepped in it again, came right out of the gates and issued the penalty and disqualified Blaney. Um, And, you know, what was kind of cool is you didn't hear anything out of Blaney or or Team Penske about it at all until the thing was rescinded. But it's just, I'm so sick and tired of NASCAR screwing up, making wrong calls, insistent calls. Uh, You know, I thought things like this were usually announced on Tuesday or Wednesday because it used to be when they'd find something that they didn't like about a car. And the only time I've ever seen them disqualify a car at the track is last year when uh, Hamlin and Kyle Busch were both disqualified for having that space. Yeah, tape they, did, they, did the the they did the same thing.
0: They did for Harvick last week. Dale Daga, sorry. The,
1: at the track, they disqualified him.
0: It was the same day. It was Sunday.
1: Okay, you're right. But I didn't I didn't think of it, it, it anyway. It was,
0: yeah, it was after the race, cause they probably because probably the car pulled up and they seen that the fastener screw was out. It probably just worked its way out from racing, but vibration. Yeah.
1: Well, They used to, when they'd find things like that, up until the very, very recent past, they would just come to the car and take it back to the R&D center and, and go over it. And you know, then on Tuesday, they would announce the penalties. So... I think they're shooting a little bit from the hip on that when they're issuing, especially disqualifications. And I, I agree that if a car that wins the race has an issue, then they have the obligation that day to say, Hey, we found this, this is why, and we're taking the win away. Uh, all other, you know, second on down, I think they should just kind of hold their powder for, for a day or two until they can get because they could have saved themselves a ton of embarrassment on this one where they could have said, all right, we're going to take the car back and remeasure and recheck and that. And and then they wouldn't have had to say a thing. Yeah. Instead, they come out and ah, we're big and bad and we just disqualified one of the final eight or yeah, eight, four or eight, excuse me, final eight. You know, like, we're in charge, and we'll do whatever. And then they had to say, oh, oops, sorry, our bad. Our equipment was faulty. But I didn't like that at all. No, it
0: it just shows you how micromanaging <laughs> they are. A shock tower didn't fit or whatever the fuck it was. Like, bro. Just
1: put it on the hauler and take it back to Charlotte and make sure you know what you're talking about. It's all you got to do. So, and then then if they're right the next week take it to Miami and put it on a table and show everybody. Mm-hmm. But Ah. Uh, again, I don't have a whole more. I mean, they're oh, and Larson stinking up the show this week, punching his ticket. Um there wasn't really any controversy. The only penalties handed out, like I said, were for Ty Gibbs. Uh It's still anybody's game in the in the playoff or the final eight. Uh, I'm liking my picks pretty good after last week with all, all five of my guys being, well, Larson was uh, first, Bell was second. Redick was eighth and uh, Byron was seventh. And I realized that uh, Reddick and Bell, they've got some pointing to do, but I don't know. I am I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. You got uh, Byron Larson, Truex, and Busher. I think uh, you might Byron. As well. I
0: did, I said Byron's making it, didn't I?
1: Yeah, Byron Larson, Truex, and Busher's what you. Oh, said. Oh, is
0: making it. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I got Larson, Bell, Reddick, and Byron. So we're the same except for Bell and Reddick for me and uh, Truex and Busher for you. And I think you're in trouble with Truex and. Um, they're both going to have to win, and, and and either one of them, or especially Martinsville Truex, that he loves Martinsville, but man, that that team, ever since the regular season ended, they've there is something wrong there, and Christopher Bell, I mean, let's face it, he's got Ty Gibbs's uh, crew, his whole pick crew, uh, that. Pitted Ty Gibbs through the whole season. As soon as the regular season was over for the playoffs, they gave that whole crew to Christopher Bell. So he's working with guys that don't know how he pits. I mean, they're learning. So yeah. it's not the equipment. truex has got the same equipment as Bell. It can't be the personnel, because we just swapped two pick crews, and the performance hasn't been horrible. Uh, you know, and that's why they swapped with Bell, is cause his original pick crew, they had issues through the year. But they're not having the – well, I take that back. They forgot to put a wheel on this weekend, so <laughs> they've got problems. And I just think Redick is kind of like the new Kyle Busch in my mind. He just – he can win in almost anything he, he drives. Um, he's He's pretty good, but – so we go on to Homestead, another mile and a half, but it's a four corner basically. It's kind of like a, a mini Indianapolis. It's not just an oval. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, I mean, the turns aren't as sharp as Indianapolis, as far as one, two, three, and four, but it's it's not a true. It's not an oval. I'll call it an oval. Used to be the championship weekend place which i thought was perfect because they only race there once a year and so it was you know fair for everybody uh, no experience or notes or anything to go off from a spring race like phoenix um and i'm not knocking phoenix for being the fight I, I don't mind phoenix but i still think it should be at homestead homestead or daytona one of the two i just thought the-
0: i was just thinking daytona but that'd be wild that would be crazy.
1: That'd be one of those do what you got to get out front and block, block, block. Because mm. I don't want anybody and I don't want to get caught up in the big one. And I, you know. But but uh, that's something we should do uh, in our first uh, after season race, post championship, is kind of do our fantasy schedule. We haven't done that in a really long time. No, but. All right, uh, let me see. I don't know what I did with our picks for wins this week. I think I probably tossed them. I was cleaning up stuff this week. Who are you thinking about uh, f- for winning at Homestead? Got any? Just the way Hendrick
0: is. I'm assuming they're going to put all their efforts into Byron. I'm to say Byron. Okay,
1: Let me Larson's
0: up. in. So, like, let's get two of them in. So it's fifty percent chance. So get Byron in. Oh, I,
1: I absolutely don't disagree with you that you know they don't got to worry about Larson now. He's on his own. Um, he's his ticket is punched. So they they've got to. Uh, am I am I right? Yeah. Uh, I yeah I think overdrive effort is going to go into Byron. Both this week and if he doesn't win this week, then next week at Martinsville. Why is this not coming up? I just wanted to do a fantasy stat check. Um this is over the last ten races at Homestead. Let's go with average, look at average finish first. You're come on harvick is your best which i just even though he's flying the budweiser colors this week which i think is kind of cool and they're naming in the race forever for at homestead or whatever um man the boy in 10 races harvick's got nine top 10s seven top fives and a win i that's pretty cool hamlin is next with a seven seven average finish uh, eight top tens, two wins. Kyle Bush, an 85 uh, nine top tens, two wins. Truex, 9.5, six top tens, one win. Chase Elliott, he's got a 9.7 average finish, but he's only got three top tens, two top fives, and no wins. Kyle Larson, looks like he wrecks or doesn't. Uh, 10.7 average, he's got five top 10s and a win. Keselowski looks consistent with uh, seven top 10s. logano has got six. Austin Dillon, nine races. (laughs) Looks like he's got a pretty bad batting average. Three top 10s and one top five, but he does have an average finish of 11.6. Other playoff contenders. Christopher Bell, he's been there three times and only one top ten. Tyler Reddick's been there three times and only two top tens. Will Iron. He's been there five times with a win, a top five, two top tens, and an average finish of 17. So it looks like he finishes in the top ten or he wrecks. Uh, Blaney is, whoo, he's got some work to do. He's Eight times he's been there with only one top 10, one top 5. Average finish of 18.6. Busher seven times. No top 10s, no top 5s. Average 19.7. That doesn't look good. Bowman's been there seven times with only two top 10s and a 20th average finish. See if I can find any other... Bubba the oh, hell his fans are gonna be crying. Four times four top tens or four times there with a twenty-two and a half average finish. And I think that pretty much covers the contenders of at least the top eight. So you know what? I'm just gonna go out there and ah, uh, can't do it. Can't do it. For the win, for the win. Who? Um, I'm gonna save my pick for Martinsville. I don't want Hamlin win. I'm gonna go with Kyle Bush. I just think he is he's mad. And you're taking Byron. We could bring back an oldie-buddy-goody. Now, (laughs) does Uh, Bubba... Okay, uh, his average finish is 22.5, over or under? Is he going to finish... Bubba? Better? Yeah. Is he going to finish better in 22nd or worse?
0: Uh, I'll say better, just because he's been... I hate to say it. He's been running decently this year. Hate to say that, but
1: he has been. I, I'll give him that. But now he's he doesn't have that extra fire under him because there's nothing he can unless he's trying to prove something. You know, like I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna say he's gonna be uh, over. He's gonna be worse than 22. But I guess that's me wishing a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, we got sunny in here. Hang on a second. Woo! That's better. All right. Um... I can't think of anything else, and while I was doing that, I also checked social media and J skis and all that, and I don't see where anything news coming up. The only thing that, we, that happens.
0: Only thing was uh, Kevin Harvick has his, uh, the old Budweiser. Yeah, paint scheme, which is his championship car, which I think is cool.
1: I do too. I it's, think it's awesome. Championship
0: paint scheme, so I think it's cool if he performs in it. But he's to this point now; he's just cruising.
1: That's true. Absolutely. He just the way he looks at, he's got three more times and he, then he goes and makes easy money in the booth. Also, uh let's not forget that Dale Jr is racing in the Xfinity race on Saturday, so that's kind of cool. Um hi uh Oh, uh one of my favorite guys of all time and I'm having bring, uh, Trevor Bain is racing in the trucks. Yeah. So, that's going to be cool. I got a reason to watch all three this weekend for sure. Um, It's a weird schedule. I I think the trucks are on FS1, Xfinity's on USA, and the cup guys are on NBC. If I'm not mistaken, I've got that. uh, Where'd that go? Right, Come on. The trucks are on FS1 at noon on Saturday. The Xfinity is on USA at 3 o'clock on Saturday. And then the Cup guys are at 2.30 on NBC. So they're all three different networks this weekend. Alright, buddy, I got the house. Um
0: Yeah, I don't I, I've been looking too. There's not much has happened. We talked about everything.
1: Nope. All right. So once again, uh I know we're playing to a little bit newer audience, a new page I started up on uh Facebook. It's uh true NASCAR fans news media gifts banner discussion questions uh I can, I just started one week ago and I think we've already got 75 76 people in there so that's not bad for the first week um hopefully it'll grow a little bit more but uh, go on over there search us on Facebook and join that and keep tuned to burn it down NASCAR podcast. I'm out.